0: welcome to the universe what have i told you that you have the universe within what would you want to explore will you have come to the right space this is the universe with naomi hoot
1: are you ready Welcome to Dream Interpretation Live where we interpret dreams. So today we have Naomi who so sweetly decided to join me today for a session. She is also a vivid dreamer and journals her dreams as well. She's an all-round talent. I think you um you won Miss Supernational, you are a yoga teacher, you're also a host and a model. Like I think you model, or you seem like you are a model anyway. Um, Yeah, and we spoke before about diving deeper into our dreams and she wanted to talk about how DMT would possibly affect us in our sleep and maybe affect our ego as well. So I'm very interested to dive deeper into that because that's a really interesting topic. It's a loaded question, first of all. DMT and ego death.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the reason why I wrote that loaded question was cuz you said anyone with the deepest question will get to go live. I'm like, "Okay, what's the deepest thing I could possibly ask?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, DMT ego death, let's do it." I heard like I I learned last week that yeah. DMT actually is released in our dreams. Yes. So that was really interesting because I was I was watching a video how do you release DMT naturally mm-hmm. in your brain because we have it we have it in our brain and we and it's released when we die and when we're born. But then, I, but then I found out that DMT gets released in REM sleep. So I was like, whoa, how does that correlate with the realities that we experience in the dreams? And is it possible then to literally experience an ego death like
1: in our dream? That's very interesting only because I think it's still not confirmed that we release DMT when we sleep. It is definitely a possibility, and there have been some research indicating it, but again, not enough. It could be that maybe we used to be able to do it, but because of generations of convenience, we've kind of numbed ourselves to not extrasensory perception, but I guess you could call it that for now. Yeah. 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 So it, it could be that we've numbed ourselves to it, because even in tribal rituals, they, they take, they take DMT substances, whether it's, uh, I mean, they call it ethiogenic substances, I think, where, you know, DMT would, like ayahuasca would be used for um, a ritual, a shamanic shamanic guided ritual or venom. Venom is also used um, in small doses. So I even heard that, you know, um, there are some uh, who use the, the toxin that comes out of blowfish in small doses, Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, in very small doses too. And, but that that is enough to induce like a whole uh, day of coma, like mild coma. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yes, yes. So it's been known, you know, that uh, there are many um, substances that can induce kind of a, a DMT-like state. Yeah.
0: That's so interesting. And it's 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 also like
1: natural in a way as well. I mean, I am going to say this now. I don't have any experience with DMT. I would like to one day. I, that would be great. And I do believe in psychedelic therapy using like psilocybin, for example, magic mushrooms as a form of therapy. Like they're trying that out on patients with post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, and they're trying MDMA on patients with PTSD and it helps. So all this is very, very interesting Um, and upcoming research. I mean, at a point in time, uh, psychedelics were used for uh, for therapy research, for um, mental conditions. But because of regulations, government stamping this research down, it's become a completely t- almost taboo topic. It's only now resurfacing as a possible therapy solution. And I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Personally... Personally, I actually think that I did release a DMT, like, release naturally, and that was after a meditation that I did in India, and he always tells me about the dream states. He's He always uses dreaming and the dream state as a reference to the question of what is real and different levels of consciousness, because what we experience in our dream is our consciousness still. However, we're not just... This body yes. where everything in the dream state, where literally the the objects, the landscapes, whatever it is, it's like our consciousness creates everything in the dream state and he always talks about that. And then when I walked back after the meditation back to my yoga school, like... The entire environment was like colorful and vibrant, and I looked into the dog's eyes and I was like, I love you dog. And it was just like You are me and it, are it you. really
1: felt,
0: it, it felt like yeah. I was walking through a video video game in in rea- real life yeah. and it was so crazy. And I told him about it, and he was like, Well, that is possibly small amounts of DMT being released in your brain yeah, at that man. point in time because everything becomes so vibrant, and if you feel like it's like a video game state. Mm. that is sort of what it's like it's like not as tangible as like what we see as like five senses reality because suddenly there's a depth to everything it's like it's like the plants are talking to you it's like nature is communicating with you or it's like the animals are like seeing you for like your intention and your soul and i was like so mind blown and that's how these questions arise for me because I've been exploring it more and more ever since. Did you ever experience that again? Yeah. So for me, it's like if I'm deep, deep meditation or when I do breath work and I open my eyes, you try to still stay in that state. And I open my eyes and it's that same type of feeling of like, is this really real? Or it's kind of seeing everything with like new eyes where everything has a sort of depth to it and the colors are more vibrant. My senses are more heightened. So that happens to me quite often through meditation and breath work specifically. But I've been exploring like this sort of sensation more and more in my dreams as well. Like I feel like my dreams are getting way more vivid now.
1: After the breathing and the meditation. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is super interesting what you've just mentioned. Maybe you can walk us through how you were the process of breathing and meditation to help you induce that that state. How would you do it?
0: Okay, so. Um... Every morning I do breath work and I usually do either Wim Hof breathing or I create my own sort of technique, which is fire breath and then um, deep diaphragm and belly breathing. I feel like that always, uh, it's like a lot of space expands in my body and in my mind. And then from there, I'm so still and it's like everything is heightened. It's like I'm melting into my surroundings, the air, the atmosphere, my thoughts go away and it's just emptiness and that's how I go into meditation because it's very easy from that point onwards because I'm already in that space of like pure presence and then when I do meditate that's when I sometimes explore like now I'm at this point where I like to ask questions so like during my actual meditations I would like ask question of like hmm like like I know you guys are up there like, sending a signal. Can you guys give me a sign? It's like, I don't even know what I'm talking to, but I like to explore because I know that we're not the only ones. And I know that there are many, many different forms of consciousness and dimensions and levels of consciousness that I've started to experience. But now it's like opening up to communicate and to receive and every and now I when I open my eyes and I look at objects around me, like what happened recently when I was in a park and meditating, I like saw the lampposts and saw what was happening from the lamppost perspective.
1: Hmm. Okay. It's like and it's like and an intense. out of body experience almost. Yeah. It's like you you can transfer your consciousness to an inanimate object. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's kind of, and then seeing it from that perspective, and yeah. how all the colors
1: are extremely vibrant. Oh, huh. and this is during meditation.
0: Um, yeah, in that medit
1: in that meditative mode.
0: Yeah, and then when I open my eyes, I can still stay in it now because it doesn't matter if your eyes are open or closed. At first, it's closed to to shut out all the senses to focus within. But then, when you're focused within, you open your eyes. It's like, oh, it's still the same state. It's still the same type of feeling or mode or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it sounds quite blissful actually the way you're describing it because you feel like you're one with everything. Like everything is you, you are everything and there's kind of this collective like it's like you're a collective conscious, like a hive of consciousness, right? But do yeah. do do any like under how would I say this like suppressed emotions surface because now your guard is down now that you are everything? Do you feel like it opens certain gates? within you because when Mm. we talk about ego death like you like you asked me we're talking about okay so ego what is it it's a sense of self-esteem it's a self a sense of self-importance so when that goes down when that wall goes down it's just pure unconsciousness right So when that happens do you feel like anything surfaces now that the gate is down Um, yeah
0: what one thing that i realize is sometimes uh physical pain So like pain in like certain parts of my body that I then try to release with intention and the breath. That's one thing. Second of all, because there is so much out there, you don't know what exactly you're opening to and you want to like personally, I feel like I need to protect myself sometimes. It's not being too open because there is a lot out there that we can't that we don't really know of so it's being very pure with my intention because um, I don't want to attract or like bring in some other energies that are not supposed to be there or not welcomed exactly. so for me it's always staying very pure to my intention and then to be open to explore and have trust that the right right energies will connect I guess or yeah that I'm connecting right <laughs>
1: That's very interesting. So have you performed this before sleeping? Um I haven't done Wim
0: Hof before bed because it's pretty energizing. But oh, okay. what I would what I'm doing now is when I'm about to fall asleep and I I, I think I automatically go into a meditative state because I, I want I'm really fast at falling asleep now and meditation helped me so much with that. It's like I can easily just go into that state and then set the intention, I'm going to bed. But now before I actually fall asleep, I set the intention, I'm aware that I'm dreaming.
1: I find so that really helps. Trying. That helps so much. Like recently, well during the pandemic, I've just been training myself, Okay, you are I just prepare my mind to go into dream state by saying that, you know, I, I want to remember my dream. I don't set like a intention for myself. I just visualize that I'm going into the dream state, not actually visualizing yeah. the location, but just like kind of a tunnel, yeah, that I'm gonna walk through to go there. And ever since then, I've been very in tune with my dreams. I'm not sure if this has happened to. Wow. Yeah, very in tune.
0: That is something I want to try.
1: Yeah, it's like it's it's quite lucid now. Except I'm still harnessing being able to understand what people tell me in the dream. This is still like. You know, when they talk to me in the dream, when the other characters who are, who I think are reflections of me, when they're talking to me in the dream, they they just sound like this. I'm not even kidding you. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I know you prepared a dream for me. So fire away. I'm ready to, I'm ready to listen.
0: Awesome. Okay. So just a couple days ago, three, four days ago, I had the dream that around me my friends or like people around me were drinking a shroom drink <laughs> and I I wasn't and a friend opposite me wasn't either however we both were the ones that started turning invisible so I I was looking at my friend and I saw slowly how like his like m- like his physical body was turning more and more see-through and like sort of like half invisible but I could still see him but it was like slowly getting invisible and I was looking into his eyes and the eyes somehow were like were like shining like sort of like an eye gazing yeah glistening exactly so glistening and then I looked around I was like why are we the ones tripping out when it's not supposed to be us and then when I was watching like looking and observing I realized when I looked down at myself I was also turning invisible and it's like it's like everything was like in energetic waves and I it's I could see the person I could see through the person but it's also like were we really there we were sort of there but it was it was interesting I was like what is going on
1: very cool like visually that's really cool so did it stop there just both of you kind of disappeared into the into the netherness if, if you will we
0: started just walking around like in that state. So oh. we were just like, it's like we were, yeah. And and everyone else was starting to go into that sort of vibe as well. But we had the most intense experience, even though we were the ones that were like, you know, <laughs> like not supposed to. So that was interesting because it was the first time in a dream that I actually felt myself Disappear or like slowly get invisible, and like seeing someone else turn invisible too. And I was like, "This is so trippy." In my dream, I was thinking to myself, "This is so trippy. Like, what is going on?" (laughs) Hmm.
1: Okay, remember how I told you quite a while ago that the the Gestalt theory actually believes that whatever you see in the dream is just a reflection of you. So I think that's what's happening here. It could be that you've been toying with the idea of taking psychedelics and psilocybin um for to open up yourself and to to <laughs> to see into an altered state right and i think what's happening here is that maybe you've reached like a new connection with yourself where you don't you're so vulnerable and honest and authentic with yourself that you don't need any like anything any portal to open it up so usually when taking magic mushrooms is to is still allow you to be uninhibited it's to remove that that ego, mm. to access your unconsciousness. But now you and your friend, who's actually also just you, are able to become invisible. Like you said, become like what you were talking about with the lamppost. You're just becoming part of the hive consciousness, part of the collective um, all around you. So I think that's what's happening in the dream, that you're specifically feeling this more and more now, just like there is no longer the self, and there is only we, and there's only the collective and that we're just all part of the same consciousness and just function like we represent in different ways but really we're just all connected you think that maybe is what it's about
0: a hunt that resonates so deeply and I think when you said when you saw your friend that friend is actually just you like whoa for a second that hit me it was like it might have been a projection from memory Mm -hmm. but it's actually still me so that, whoa, that's like, yeah, that's quite, it's like, so when, when people dream of their friends, mm. it's
1: actually just themselves Because you are very similar to the people that you are close to and that you hang out with. They make up mm-hmm. the different facets of you. You know, like you have a friend for yoga, you have a friend who you can talk to spiritually, you have a friend who you can talk to about business. They are just... We're all just different facets of each other at the end of the day. That's how I feel. You know, so if you see a friend, um, whether it represents your past, your present, your future. Like I said, you know, the aboriginals, they believe that when we dream, we dream in past, present, and future all at the same time. Um, mm. So it could be that this friend of yours, I mean, you have to think about what she means to you or he means to you. Is he part of a specific area in your life, he or she or they? Well, he... W- happy pride everyone by the way yeah (laughs) um
0: he was just from high school and I don't know why he like specifically came up it was just like a whole group of friends from high school I believe like that was my feeling that it was sort of that back in high school vibe and like how because those were the times when we really spent a lot of time with friends now it's like all like we're spending time alone we're doing things in our own life everyone goes off to university everyone's all over the place but I feel like in high school that was like the only time where like everyone was like confined to like a classroom every single day so like Sometimes I just have these dreams like that come up back from high school when we're all there together and it comes up in my dream that way. So it was just a friend from high school, but I always felt like he himself had a very deep soul connection. But I don't know if he explored it yet. We haven't talked in a while. So that was interesting that he came up in my dream. I was like, what?
1: Hi. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hi. I see the pride flags. Happy pride, guys yeah yeah hey wave 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 oh okay it looks like we've got some dreams coming in Naomi are you okay if we go through the chat and we just do some of them yeah sure I fly often in my dreams this one's by Nakul Galtam I want to hear what Naomi thinks what do you think about when you fly in your dreams
0: okay I think when people I mean usually my experience is when when you are asked when you are asked the question if you had one supernatural gift or one cool ability what would you want to be able to do so most people would say fly i feel like even i had a time where i would always say fly because in our physical body we have the limit of being pulled down to gravity and like having two legs to walk on this earth however seeing birds fly and like looking up to the sky which is i feel a very very beautiful connection to Purity and to whatever is up there. I feel like it's a dream of many people to fly So in dreams because there are no limits. I would say it is an exploration without the physical um, laws that we're that apply to us humans. So in the sense, it's like a, a daydream, possibly like what if? And because the what if is so big, because we constantly see like birds and like the sky, and like we look up sometimes. And I feel like that's why that what if could be shown in the dream, like as a
1: possibility. Yeah, it's like you're simulating a possibility. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah? it's, it's the feeling of having no boundaries. Mhm. Um. And usually, one feels quite trapped in their waking life if they're dreaming of flying just like ah. mm, I, you, you know it's always you have to think about the context of what what's your waking life as opposed to your dream state okay another person i forget my dreams right after i wake up it's hard to remember them marshall hodge how can one train oneself to remember your dreams i would say it's a practice of preparing yourself before you sleep and tell yourself that you want to remember, I want to remember, I want to remember, I want to remember. The more you repeat that, the more that subconsciously sinks in. And then when you wake up, no distractions. You take a moment to just remember. And if you don't, don't pressurize yourself. What about you, Naomi? you feel like you remember as soon as you wake up, and like you write it down as soon as you wake up, or do you remember it like, slowly throughout the day?
0: Mm, That's a very interesting question. It's when I take that time in the morning to have no distraction and just when I wake up, I don't think of anything else and I just tell myself I'm remembering my dream. It's like I close my eyes again and allow myself to stay in that 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 state a little longer that's when I would dream journal and remember most of the details it would like come in and then I realized oh I didn't just have one dream I had like three or five or like I repeated a scenario however the past one to two weeks I haven't been dream journaling as much anymore because I had to teach in the morning Mm -hmm. so for that I realized that sometimes I would get bits and pieces of my dreams that come back to me during meditation or if I like or if I intentionally say, what did I dream? I, I have this feeling I knew what I, where I was, but I don't remember the exact details. So for me, best, it really helps when I just have no distractions and tune in when I wake up, close my eyes, and I'm like, I'm remembering my dreams, and then immediately write it down. And then when I do that for a while, then the consequent days after, I would remember my dreams throughout the day as well. It yes. would like come to me when something's going on in life, and it's like, oh... That's that, that reminded me of my dream for some reason. And then, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you flex that muscle, right? It's all about practicing that memory muscle. Yeah. Um, because what happens is your unconscious mind, you know, it will it will just flutter away if you don't hold on to it because it's, it's your unconscious, you know. Okay, so I'm going to do a workshop with you because I want to bring it back to the whole ego thing as well that you mentioned, ego death. So losing that sense of self-importance and self-esteem. Um, And I want everybody here who's watching now to join us in this workshop and it's a visual workshop So you can feel free to write your answer down if you want. Um I will definitely need your answer Naomi It's free association. It's whatever you want it to be. Whatever first comes to mind. Don't think too hard on it It's gotta be like instinctual. Okay, so I want you to close your eyes, right? And I want you to visualize being in the desert. Like, really feel like you're being there. You can feel the sand on your feet. You can smell the sand dunes. You can hear them. Um, You feel that heat on your face. You know, you are there. Right. And now you see a cube. Describe to me what that cube looks like. And, like, where it is. You are there Um, where the cube is.
0: It's like, it's like three times the height of me. When I'm walking closer to it, it's it has like a like a a spacey type of color. So like when I move, it's like the rate I can see like a rainbow reflection, but it's actually dark. So the the cube itself is like black-ish, like black, but with like a rainbow reflection. So every time I move, it's like there's like a rainbow
1: reflection. Dark chrome. Yeah. So like, I don't... like a dark chrome. Da- yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness I look at nails.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah it's like that um when you have nail polish and there's this magnetic nail polish where you look at it and it like change that that's how the cube looks like to me okay
1: great beautiful yeah okay so it's is it on the is it on so it's three times your size it's dark chrome on the ground it's on the ground okay
0: in the middle of nowhere, there's just sand everywhere.
1: Material is very hard then, is it?
0: It's like hard, but fluid. It's like hard, but it's but like... But it looks Like fluid. if I were to put my...
1: Yeah. But can you put your... Yeah. You can put your hand through it sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it seems like it. Like it, it looks hard, but then if I were to come closer, I wouldn't be sure if I put my hand... It would go through, like, sort of like a.
1: I know what you mean, like a portal. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay, great. Wonderful. Okay, <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of comments. So, guys, if you also imagined your cube, I'm going to give you guys um, a few minutes to write what your cube looked like if you want to. That would be great while we go through another one of these comments. And then I'll come back to the cube analysis. All right. So, we have one from The Pinked Yogi. I have been visited by Teresa. All- <laughs> Hello, hi. I have been visited by all my exes in my dreams the past one week. And I'm not in the dream, but I'm observing the dream. And then I wake up and I feel the need to send them love. Is this fragments of them leaving me on a cellular level? Please say yes. Ha ha ha. What do you think?
0: I've been visited by all my exes in my dreams the past week. Mm. I'm not in the dream, but I'm observing the dream. Hmm. Maybe it shows that you're ready to move on to the next step in life because it's sort of like, um, I've, I always feel like when you have specific moments in your life that come up, like a film camera sort of thing, it's like you're observing what's happened from the past. Maybe it's because you're reflecting and you're acknowledging and letting it go and moving on to the
1: next part if in life where you're ready, ready to like, like Maybe date again. I don't know. <laughs> okay, what do you think about that, Theresa? So for me, I think when you see your exes in your dream, they're really it's about your past selves because you were a different self when you were with them, and so those old, uh, old yous in a in a sense are visiting uh, you, and they're trying to inform you because usually when you're dreaming, you're simulating decisions, you're processing information, and it could be that you use you tap into your past selves in order to inform you on the decisions that you make. That's why the, the saying, sleep on it. Because when you sleep on it, you're mm-hmm. actually you're actually um, processing your decisions. You're simulating them, yes. Um, so I think that's what the exes. is. I used to get a lot of dreams about my ex as well. And I was very frustrated because I kept thinking, ah, does he want me to call him? Is he trying to talk to me? Should I say something to him? You know, I felt so unresolved. And I realized, like, talking to them, would lead pretty much nowhere because you're just reevaluating the past. But when your ex visits you in your dream, that's your past self informing you on something. So you really have to look at what's the, you know, what's the context of the dream and what is the location? What are you doing? What's the, what's, um, what's the scenario
0: yeah that's so interesting I, I once had a dream just like I think four or five weeks ago where I had all of my exes in one dream all of them oh good very efficient like <laughs> and and it was like and at, it was so confusing because at some point I wasn't sure if I would look left which ex it was because yeah. it, it was like they were the same person but not yeah it's, like, every time I would look, it's, like, I wasn't sure if it was my first ex or my second, or, or if it was, like, no, no, yeah, was one person.
1: I wonder if they're tuning in today. <laughs> like, they're, she's talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> Did they get jealous of each other in the dream? That's good. That's quite a interesting one. Jealous? Really? No, I don't think... Did they it. interact with each other in the dream? They they um, talk to each other at all?
0: No, like the thing is, they were never all there at the same time. Uh, it was more like they were that person and it was always changing which exit was, but they were all in one dream. So uh, it's like I would look and it was like him and I, I wasn't sure if it was then him or him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that reminds yeah, me of that movie. That so- um. so... The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. You know, because Heath Ledger died, so they had to keep changing the actor. Mm, yeah. There was a main uh, male lead, and he was originally played by Heath Ledger, but then, of course, Heath Ledger sadly passed, and uh, so they got different actors like Colin Farrell. Uh, I believe Johnny Depp as well to replace him in certain scenes very interesting film Ooh. quite swept under the rug I mean it's a splendor to watch that film but definitely nobody talks right. about it okay let me go to your beautiful cube now I think it's time
0: just just wanted to add um yeah Teresa is so grateful for your interpretation she just texted me hey. and was what? like she you you just blew her mind apparently and that made that really resonated with her oh thank
1: you thank you i try you know i try by the way this is all you know interpretation meaning it's free association anybody can do this as long as you have lived on this earth you the way you see see somebody else's dream could be totally different from me right and i think it's a great way to communicate with somebody who can't really express uh what they're feeling you know just taking a look at their dreams could get, give you access into how they really feel without having to pressurize them to say say blatantly or say it directly yeah
0: okay yeah i'm deaf i'm i'm learning so much from you i learned so much
1: from you as well i learned so much from everyone so your ego okay the cube is your ego you said your ego is three times your size so you have a massive quite massive ego relative to your size three times don't worry i've had like massive spaceships as well much larger than yours you're not (laughs) you're just massive relative to you um, and, uh, the fact that it's, um, like a chrome, a dark chrome color, you see yourself as quite a unique person. Yeah. You see yourself as a unique and dynamic person, someone who's very multifaceted and always changing. Yeah. This is how you see yourself. And, and your ego is not hard. It's actually penetrable. Um, but it looks hard. So in fact, the way you see yourself is that maybe People approach you thinking that you are you are very guarded um, and very hard to figure out. But if they get to know you better and they come closer, you allow them to reach your vulnerable side. The fact that your cube is on the ground, this is all interpretation as well, by the way, uh, but there are some guidelines and we can talk about it offline if you like. But the fact that the ego is on the ground, on the sand, means you're actually down to earth or you bring yourself down to earth. You are practical in many ways yeah okay actually that's only one part out of a five six part interpretation but i'm just doing the ego one because we wanted to centralize the the conversation around dmt and ego yeah
0: wow what do you feel about that noticed one thing i noticed is like um the cube itself reminded me of that you know the religious cube the one where people walk around no enlighten me um teresa marshall any of you know it's like this cube which which like um i think muslims i'm i'm so not sure by the way guys tell me if i'm wrong please Mm -hmm. i think muslims want to do that journey to go there at least once in their life to walk around the cube pilgrimage is it mecca related yeah 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 okay okay thanks teresa (laughs) so it kind of seemed to me a bit like that in a second, it was like yeah, so it felt a little bit like it was that sort of cube. Like I would walk around it because I'm so fascinated. And when I was a couple steps back, it looked tiny. But the closer I would go, the the bigger it would seem. And then right in front of it, it was like maybe three times on my size. So that's interesting. Very
1: interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, that's perspective, right? As well. But it was also
0: like the the it didn't it did the distance that I walked to be that close didn't add up. It was like two steps, and it became like that when I like came close to it.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Um. I, I think maybe that means that you probably have a small, smaller ego with people that you're not familiar with, and then maybe when they get closer, you get more guarded because they're coming closer. Could it be interesting? Okay. So Teresa also said uh, something about her her ego. Okay. So she says it's luminous and pink. It looks like the ocean within it's translucent and in front of me hovering okay so for this one so your ego is i don't see what size it is so okay like we said the smaller the the cube the smaller your ego is um the fact that it's luminous pink means you're a very heart-centered person someone who's very giving with their time and their care you are um I would say an altruistic type because pink is usually associated with um, love and care and and health and all things nurturing. Uh, It looks like an ocean within. So you're very in tune with your emotions and translucent. So when we encounter ourselves, this is very interesting, actually. Translucent cubes usually means you have a fragile ego, something that can be seen through easily and broken easily. Mm. And um, the fact that it's hovering means you're not very down to earth. you can be a bit floaty at times a bit um out of touch with your present reality i say present reality because reality in itself is very debatable but you are out yeah can be out of touch with your reality at times so I'm not realistic again that realistic means present perceived reality very debatable on its own so we have another cube i think i see one
0: marshall has one it could fit in
1: his hands you have very tiny ego marshall hundred percent yes (laughs) yes tiny ego that's a good thing i see it as a good thing you are a god (laughs) Livy. oh okay Yosef mine is an icy cube table height also on the ground but it feels like it's not on its natural state interesting what do you think that means Naomi not on its natural state so it's table height so it's about yeah it's pretty i mean sizable and it's on the ground so Ice is water. So again, hard exterior, but actually very breakable. Medium size, ego, however you want to take it. That's not, it's not tiny. It's still quite sizable. Tiny is just like Marshall said on the hand. That's tiny. That's almost like, it's not, my my ego is also as such. Um, But I'm not a very practical person. Uh, I'll explain later. Anyway, um, it's on the ground. So you are quite down to earth and practical, but it's not in its natural state. What do you think about about that? This icy cube is not in its natural state.
0: Mm, Maybe there's this problem with the self, problem with the identification of Mm -hmm. the self, because it feels like it's an unnatural state.
1: So maybe,
0: yeah, not authentic as in, and also, as you said, hard on the outside, but then breakable because water is actually fluid. So again, there's this paradox and then also ice and desert. Yes. I think there's some identity uh, difference.
1: Disparity? Polarity? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. could be that uh, the sense of self is not clear. Yeah. Or or trying to be something else. Maybe knowing. Mm.
0: And also, I say see-through. So as in, like, you can see it, but you still know that you're... You can see yourself, but you aren't yourself. Because that's the unnatural state. That's my interpretation. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say, okay, because I... I I know you, Yosef. I would say that you put an icy exterior, but you're actually an emotional person and very, you can be vulnerable with someone if you want to be. So again, like Naomi, you present yourself in a hard, harder way, but when you come nearer and with time, you melt. Yeah, you melt and you let people in
0: wow this is amazing i'm
1: gonna learn how to interpret this so it's really fun it's really fun this cube one and that's just one part of it by the way okay let's see daphne goes i remember we did this cube test thing i love doing it i love doing it (laughs) everybody i know okay what does marshall say the ego wants to be a big cube but the past but the past couple of years i've been working hard to mold my cube smaller and smaller oh Interesting. How does one mold one's ego to become smaller? Definitely, definitely a work in progress for everyone. I think when you're born, you're already born with you're born with a sizable ego, and then you spend the rest of your life making it smaller. That's my theory. Because the bigger the ego is, the 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 more removed you are from your core, your authentic, unconscious self. Maybe he took some DMT and psilocybin magic mushrooms. (laughs) That usually helps. That speeds up the process. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we're hitting the one hour mark. I can't believe we ranted for that long. It's been great. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I had fun. Me too. It was my first time ever like interpreting dreams as well. So thank you for the opportunity. Everyone here, please go and visit Naomi's page, her photos are beautiful but not only that she's embarking on a journey and I hope you guys learned something from today you can always DM either me or Naomi if you want a dream interpretation we'll be happy to help you yeah and this has been fun alright
0: thank you love you guys bye (laughs) thank you Libby this is the universe with Naomi Hoot tune in every Tuesday Thursday and Saturday for another episode if you haven't yet Please like, review, subscribe, and share.
1: See you soon.